Here's a random thought. Try to imagine the animals that could become the new top species should humans go extinct, that is. <laughs> Tricky, right? I mean, we are pretty cool with our high intelligence, fashion sense, ability to cook, and smartphones. Even if we forget the password sometimes. But if we suddenly disappeared, what animals might evolve to develop our skills and build complex societies like we have? Or would they come up with something better? Scientists have some ideas, thanks to modern gene sequencing technology and our understanding of evolution. We know that the climate on the planet will continue to change, so many species will need to adapt to survive. Convergence, which is when two unrelated organisms end up developing similar traits to succeed in a particular environment or fill a niche, will also play a big role. For example, fish are perfected for life in water with their torpedo-like bodies and fins. But dolphins have evolved a very similar body, even though they're warm-blooded, air-breathing mammals with a completely different evolutionary background. So, maybe some animals could develop hands similar to ours to fill the same role as humans, like building cities and modifying the environment. Primates like chimpanzees and bonobos are already close to that with their opposable thumbs, which they use to make tools in the wild. It's also possible that birds, the only surviving dinosaurs, could become the new smartest animals if humans suddenly disappear. Birds are incredibly brainy and can flock together in large groups. Some, such as sociable weavers, even build communal nesting sites, though they may not look like human metropolises. And let's not forget octopuses, which are probably the smartest non-human animals on Earth. They can learn to distinguish between real and virtual objects and engineer their environment. However, adapting to life on land might be tricky for them. You see, there's a lot we don't know about animal intelligence. And let's be honest, we humans have been quite arrogant about it throughout history. In the past, people used to think that animal intelligence could be neatly organized into a hierarchy, with humans at the top and insects at the bottom. But in the 1960s, a new generation of researchers challenged this idea and suggested that intelligence should be measured in relative rather than absolute terms. As technology has improved, we've been able to see animals for longer without disturbing them, and we've discovered they are far more intelligent than we once thought. For example, researchers in Melbourne are using remote-controlled drones to study the breeding patterns of southern right whales, and artificial intelligence is helping us track and predict the movements of all sorts of creatures. It's funny how we tend to recognize intelligence in animals when their behavior is similar to our own. Dolphins, for example, use names and even have accents. In fact, researchers have found that dolphins in southern Brazil have developed a distinct accent after interacting with local fishers for over a hundred years. But it's not just mammals that are intelligent. Birds and insects are pretty smart too. Parrots, for example, have complex social groups and can differentiate between members of their species based on their relationships with each other. And even though their brains are tiny, like mine, insects are capable of some pretty impressive cognitive feats, like tool use and learning by observation. We used to think that intelligence was unique to humans and maybe a few other primates, but now we know that's not the case. In fact, research has shown that intelligence is distributed in different ways across the animal kingdom. Some animals excel in one area, but may not be as good in another. It's all about the environmental pressures that each species faces and how they adapt to them. 
We all know about the usual suspects when it comes to high intelligence in the animal kingdom. Chimps, dogs, dolphins, blah blah blah. But there are some unexpected additions to the list that might surprise you. And you might even have one of them napping in your lap right now. I'm talking about our feline friends, house cats. They're renowned masters of getting treats and avoiding baths. But did you know they're also pretty smart? Cats have an amazing ability to learn from observation and repetition, which is why we've coined the term copycats. And some cats, like the one in this next story named Nora, take it to the next level. Nora's owner spends her days teaching kids to play piano, and this cat was getting a little jealous of all the attention they were receiving. So what did she do? She watched them closely, picked up on their movements, and started tapping away at the keys herself. And you know what? It worked! Nora's owner and the kids were amazed, and Nora became a little bit of a piano sensation. She even sits at the piano like a proper piano student. Just because she doesn't have opposable thumbs doesn't mean she can't be a musical prodigy, but wider paws would help to hit those octaves. The next story is about rats. Now don't jump on the couch in fear just yet. And before you go calling them pests, did you know that some rats are actually helping save lives? Researchers in Africa have been training these furry little detectives to sniff out lung disease in saliva samples. And they're really good at it, too. These rats have a nose for the job and can detect different scents that are needed to show whether a sample contains a certain bacterium or not. Now, you might be wondering why rats were chosen for this important job. It's because they're super smart and quick learners. These rats go through a series of training exercises to learn how to sniff out different samples. They then alert their trainers to which samples hold bacteria. And get this, they can do it in just 7 minutes, a task that would take a human scientist a full day of testing. These rats can do in a fraction of the time. Dr. Rat. Now, ever heard of Nellie the pig? She's surely not your average swine. This clever piggy has proved that animal intelligence goes way beyond just performing tricks. Nellie was presented with a series of challenges, including putting differently shaped items through a hoop. Now, while she was being taught to put round objects through a round hoop, Nellie decided to take it to the next level. When presented with objects that weren't round, she compared their shape with a hoop before deciding they wouldn't fit. This pig has some serious problem-solving skills. It's fascinating to see how pig brains process spatial awareness and solve different tasks. Who knew these curly-tailed creatures were such smarty-pants? Alright, you're scuba-diving in the ocean, watching corals and colorful fish flitting by, when suddenly an enormous shadow appears above you. You look up and see a massive creature approaching you, its mouth a gaping abyss. Relax, just stay still and you'll be fine. This leviathan is a basking shark, one of the scary sea monsters that isn't really capable of doing harm to anyone. Basking sharks are filter feeders, just like baleen whales. They open their large mouths to swallow plankton and don't even have teeth. It's late night in the Central American jungle. You're out in the wild to watch birds, and you hear flapping of wings. Excited, you look intently into your night vision goggles, only to see a face out of your worst nightmares. Ah, don't scream, you'll scare it away! It's a perfectly harmless, wrinkle-faced bat, and it isn't interested in you. These are fruit bats, and wrinkles on their faces allow them to collect fruit pieces and juice for later snacks. 
By the way, their Latin name, Centurocenex, was given to them for their semblance to 100-year-old humans. Walking around a Nepali national park and deciding to wash your face in the river nearby, you freeze in terror. A crocodile is looking straight at you from no more than a few feet's distance. Then it raises its snout above the water and you exhale in relief. It's a gharial. These reptiles have long and narrow snouts that allow them to efficiently catch fish and, at the same time, prohibiting them from hunting any other prey. While still carnivores, gharials are pretty shy and will slither away at the sight of humans. Right now, there are no more than a thousand of these crocodilians in the whole world, so let it go. Especially if it's a girl gharial. <laughs> you dig your garden in the backyard and notice something moving on your shovel. You take a closer look and drop the tool in horror. A small creature looking like a hostile alien is scurrying away into some burrow in the ground. Eh, no worries. It's just a star-nosed mole. These critters have peculiar snouts that look like they've been blown up from within. Their eyes are small and weak, so the star on their nose helps them a lot to move around and seek food. It's always on the move, touching everything it can reach as if the tendrils were tiny fingers. Oh, you're bathing in the ocean again. Well, look to your right. There's a real tooth shark going right at you. Nah, don't panic. It's just a sand tiger shark. Neither a sand nor a tiger one. It's a vulnerable fish-eating shark that slowly swims in the seas and chases its prey from time to time. There have been no reports of it ever attacking humans. But it still has rows of sharp teeth. So don't try to touch it just in case. It may seem placid, but you don't want it to get a bite out of you, do you? Okay, from ocean to desert, you're in Australia and longing for some water. You see a likely spot and start digging the ground only to stumble upon a creature straight from the depths of neither, all covered in thorns. It eyes you suspiciously and slinks away because it's just a thorny devil. Despite its ominous name, this lizard is harmless to humans. Horn-like bumps on its skin are for protection from predators and birds of prey. The thorns are hard, but as long as you don't touch them, you're fine. Now, if you have arachnophobia, it won't calm you down. But tailless whip scorpions you might meet in North and South America, as well as Asia and Africa, are more afraid of you than you are of them. Eh, tell yourself that. These nightmarish creatures don't have stingers and won't even bite when threatened. The worst they could do, and only if you corner them, why would you do that, is prick you with their front legs, leaving tiny puncture marks on your finger. Many people even keep them as pets, and they're quite affectionate toward their owners. Yeah. If you ever stumble upon a burrow from which a hairless, big-toothed creature is speaking at you, just don't mind it and let it be. Naked mole rats are the sphinx cats among rodents. They're close relatives of mole rats, but, well, naked. And they're fascinating in their own right, too, thanks to living entirely underground. They're almost totally cold-blooded, but can conform to any temperature outside. And their flappy, wrinkled skin doesn't feel any pain at all. So pins and prickles, as well as sharp teeth, don't scare naked mole rats. 
So, we all know that Mother Nature is wise. If she blesses some creature with a particular body part, it should make perfect sense, right? Well, yeah, but still, some wildlife shots make you wonder if evolution has gone the wrong way. Snakes' natural design allows them to swallow a whole mouse. But in some cases, this cool ability can turn against them. Yes, snakes can actually swallow themselves. Scientists believe that they mostly do this because of stress, captivity, temperature regulation, hunger, or illness. The snake is pretty helpless in this situation, you can tell. If it doesn't get help in time, digestive juices may begin to corrode the swallow tail. So if you ever catch your pet snake doing this, try to stop it or take it to the vet. Okay, but what about the fangs, I hear you ask? Does a venomous snake have immunity to its own venom? Well, if the snake digests it, it will be okay. It's because protein is a primary component in venom. And besides, the venom is excreted by the gland in the snake's mouth. So no matter whom the snake bites, chances are that it's going to drink a bit. So the only way a snake can actually suffer from its own venom is by biting itself straight into the blood vessel. In this case, it'll experience the same reaction as any other animal. Now, think you're having a bad hair day? Hey, check this guy out. Chris was an Australian merino ram who became a celebrity in 2015 after being discovered in the wild. Farmers shorn him and gained nearly 90 pounds of wool. When the animal was found, he carried over five years' worth of fleece on his body. But Chris belonged to the domestic sheep breed that needs to be shorn regularly. Otherwise, the animal is at great risk of injury and infection. So the lives of these cuties depend directly on going to the hairdresser. Shall we talk about horns? Cattle, goats, and many other species proudly wear this fancy headdress not only for fashion, but also as a weapon for brutal battles. If you ask this bighorn sheep ram directly how old he is, you'll probably hear something like, but if you want to get a more precise answer, you can count the number of rings on his horns. The biggest and the darkest ring usually marks the fourth birthday, when the ram matures enough for mating. Although animal horns may look very tough, in fact, most of them are made of keratin. It's the same protein that builds human hair and nails. Horns never stop growing as the animal ages, just like our own hair. And eventually, they can curl into really extravagant shapes, making these weapons turn against their owners. This is what a Wilshire sheep horn looks like when it's young. But as the years go by, the horns typically curl in front of its face. And while most grow out harmlessly, the inward-growing horns can end up dangerously close to the sheep's head. Like this ram who's having bad luck, to say the least. Its horn has slowly grown into its own skull, and eventually, well, it didn't end well for the sheep. Of course, this would hardly have happened on a farm because people would have made a preventive horn cut. But unfortunately, in the wild, animals cannot use hairdresser services. That's why they use rocks and branches to rub and grind away at their horns to keep them safe, just like humans trim their nails. Faulty genetics is not the only reason for the horn distortion. You see, when males of the species want to fight for dominance, they begin to butt heads to show each other who's the alpha male here. These battles can break horn plates, making them grow at weird and dangerous angles. The fancier the original shape of the horns is, the more problems their fracture may cause. 
This poor African kudu is a bright example. Fortunately, in some cases, unlimited body part growth can be good for the animal. Just take a look at these adorable smiles. If you happen to break off your own molar tooth, your dentist would probably say it's irreversible and offer a replacement. But if an alpaca breaks its front teeth, all it has to do is wait a bit. Although these animals don't have upper teeth, their lower teeth constantly grow throughout their lifetime. And they might look pretty creepy when they get too long. That's why some farmers prefer trimming them from time to time. Just like pet owners cut the nails of their cats or dogs. Now llamas look so similar to alpacas that many people confuse these two species. But the significant difference between them is that llamas' front teeth are encased in enamel. That's why, unlike alpacas, they don't possess the superpower of limited growth. Eh, too bad. Unlike the keratin horns, deer antlers are made entirely of bone. Typically, only male deers, called stags, grow antlers. Very rarely, females can grow them too due to a serious hormone imbalance. This is a deer equivalent of a beard on a human female that sometimes can appear due to various diseases. Adult deers grow and shed their antlers annually, which coincides with the breeding season. At first, their antlers are covered in velvet, a protective skin with blood vessels. But once the antler is fully developed, the deer gets rid of the velvet, just like snakes shed their skin. Although this process doesn't harm the deer, it may look pretty spooky. Once the brand new antlers are ready, stags begin to fight with other males over the ladies' attention. Usually stags barely eat or sleep during this competition. And if you ever question whether the antlers of two deers can get locked together, the answer is yes. Every stag is risking ending up stuck with his own rival instead of having a romantic night out with a female deer. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.